the restrictions to freedom of expression in general, which includes any restrictions related to the infrastructure through which the freedom of expression is exercised. If we look into the Article 19 of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, it defines freedom of expression and it says through any media. So it's the protection of the right, but also the protection of the means through which the freedom of expression is exercised. So the restriction to this are very few and very narrow, and they are defined in the international law in one important document that is called the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. And those restrictions are defined in two articles, the Article 19 and the Article 20. And it's very clear there the situations in which freedom of expression should be restricted. And uh, there is a test called the three-part test, legality, legitimacy, and necessity proportionality of the measures. So when we look into the well-established jurisprudence of the international system in the so regarding the, the legitimate restrictions to freedom of expression, overall internet shutdowns, they are not allowed by international human rights law. There might be some very specific and narrow situations that this could be justified, but never an overall shutdown of the internet, which has implications to the freedom of expression of journalists, for instance, covering a conflict, but overall implications to the freedom of expression of all the civilians that are being uh, impacted by a given conflict. Mm -hmm. And now looking to the main messages of the new UNESCO report about the role of law enforcement agents ensuring safety of journalists during public demonstrations and elections, what are the main concerns for next year, uh, which is a year that concentrates a lot of electoral process all over the world? So UNESCO, as you mentioned, is launching a new data um, related to a new study which looked into the violence against journalists during elections that took place in 70 countries, so all over the world, in the period 2019-2022. And unfortunately, what this study is revealing is a very scary trend. There is a growing tendency of attacks against journalists covering the electoral cycle, different moments of elections. We monitored 759 different sorts of attacks in these elections taking places in, in 70 countries, from physical attacks, including killings, to arbitrary detention, to online attacks, particularly against women journalists, to judicial harassment, obstruction of the work of journalists. So when we look to next year, 2024, when we are going to have elections in 81 countries, if this tendency that we are documenting to uh, the previous elections remains or even it's uh, growing, we will have a disastrous moment for the important work journalists do to guarantee that, in fact, we have free and fair elections everywhere. So UNESCO is using the opportunity of this International Day to end impunity and crimes against journalists to raise a global call for all the actors, including the United Nations, but also the governments, specific agents within the governments like the police forces or the judicial system, 
and the private sector and the civil society organizations to really implement a collective effort so that we can guarantee the protection of the journalists and other media workers during these electoral uh, processes. Uh, otherwise, we will have a serious problem, for instance, in debunking these are misinformation during these elections. If journalists don't feel they are secure, they are safe to do their work in an independent and free manner. Okay. And could you please uh, explain to our audience how the trend of disinformation during elections can add additional challenges and risks to journalists? So there are two important things here. One is uh, UNESCO is also uh, alerting to this bad trend of different kinds of leaders, political leaders, religious leaders, celebrities, to adopt a narrative against journalism and against journalists. This can undermine trust in journalism as an essential institution of the checks and balances system and eventually can fuel more violence against journalists. So this is unacceptable, this narrative against journalism. So this is one aspect, because as we, I was mentioning before, the work of professional journalists during elections period and, and every day in our lives, but particularly during elections, is absolutely essential to counter disinformation, misinformation and other problems in the information ecosystem. But the other issue is that with the development of technology, the potential growing use of disinformation and misinformation during elections is a reality. So we also need to develop other strategies with all the relevant stakeholders, the electoral managerial bodies, the, the journalists, uh, the private companies, etc., to find the best solutions to guarantee that those electoral processes will take place with the free flow of information, access to information guaranteed, so every citizen can take whichever decision they consider relevant in their own countries, but having access to accurate and verified information about what's going on under the context of those electoral processes. 